Let's get ready to raffle! In this episode of Behind the Curtain, we speak to Freddie Quinn. Backstage Raffle Comedy Club, we are behind the curtain, and this is Koki, and I'm talking to Freddie Quinn. Die! <laughs> Sorry, I didn't know if you wanted me to speak then. Yeah, why not? <laughs> May as well. Uh, dude, you just come off stage, how was that? Loved it! Really enjoyed it. Yeah. It's weird, because we're, like, because the microphone's in between us, we're yeah. sort of about six inches away from each other's face. <laughs> you don't have to be, it'll pick you up, it's all good. It's like speaking to Adam Rushton. <laughs> <laughs> Straight in your face. Sorry Adam if you're listening, I'm joking. <laughs> oh Jesus, I'll never play Ormskirk. Oh no! <laughs> um, Bro, that was really good. I like. So we're gonna put out a video from you tonight, and you are as well about the Prince Andrew bit, which is so current. And you're one of the only comics, really, that I know of that is putting out such current stuff as often as, as possible. Like, what what made you start doing that? I get bored. Yeah. Really easy. Yeah. Like, I get bored of doing me set. Uh, like, this is gonna sound really big-headed, but I'm. I don't like doing something and just knowing that it'll get a laugh yeah. because it's really easy for me to just go on autopilot and just be like, oh, right, okay, the first joke's in. And then, like, like I've done way too many gigs, I think, where I've driven for three and a half hours. Mm. I've gone on stage, I've done the first joke, and I've gone, yep, I've got it. And then I've just, I've gone on autopilot yeah. done, and not been able to remember the 20, 30 minutes and then come off and then got in the car and gone home and yeah. then been like Why, what the fucking hell have I done that for do you know what yeah. I mean like I didn't if I'm not enjoying it then I don't want to do it so I'll do you think it's I, something to do with ADD no no or <laughs> what attention deficit disorder yeah. no I think I just have high standards fair enough I think I just like I, I like I got into stand up because I love it obviously yeah. and if I'm just feigning it in like any other job when yeah. you just do a 9 to 5 and you clock in and clock out yeah. and what's the fucking point yeah. what's, I, I might as well just do a 9 to 5 yeah. and like earn more do you know what I mean and have stability of income and shit yeah. so I like to put new bits in there just to try and mix it up and keep myself on my toes a little bit yeah. also it makes the set feel fresh and I think it's uh, I, I think it's our duty uh, to yeah. vary our setup and to yeah, offer yeah. the audience something different. I no, think well, otherwise, you just end up being that guy that's doing the, the you know. I remember when, in, like we were saying earlier, like 1998, yeah. and then you're just doing that old material. Well, I think there's too many people who've been doing the set, the same set for five, ten years. Yeah. Uh, and if it makes them happy, then that's fine. But I personally, I think it's criminal not to because you you're cheating the audience because if they've gone to see you and really liked you, yeah, and then they've gone back and you're just doing the same thing yeah. again yeah. then they're not going to come back and yeah. I, th- I, I think that's part of the reason that comedy's in the way that it is at the moment where people always moan about audiences struggling and stuff like that yeah. uh, and it, oh, it wasn't like this 20 years ago it's like yeah because you've, you've put people off going to comedy by doing the same thing over and over and over again yeah. I, I honestly think you have to mix it up every uh, every time I, I remember speaking sorry I'm going on for ages yeah, about this I remember speaking to a guy once uh, when I was in open spot and this guy was a professional comedian and I really looked up to him uh, and he said um, I said to him how often like how much of your 20 do you change yeah. every year and I was just asking for advice do you know what I mean yeah, yeah. and he went between 5 and 10% and yeah. I remember thinking right that's how much you have to change every year to keep it fresh between 5 and 10% yeah. and then I looked back on it and I was like wait a minute one to two minutes 
of new stand-up every year per year yeah what what yeah what are you doing so you know for, for me I think it's the fear of not wanting to be dead behind the eyes when I'm performing yeah makes me want to throw new stuff in there and keep myself that's how I enjoy it yeah yeah no I mean it's if you're not working at it like the thing is it's interesting how there are <clears throat> loads of new material nights it just takes the the drive to do it and sometimes it is an actual drive and, and the time you know yeah I don't think it's because there were comics back in the day I think that would hone their bit and it was a different style almost you know what I mean like oh no I've got to get up to that 20 and then yeah. you and then the clubs would be like, well, I want, like Jonglers used to say, no, do that set. Don't come and do new stuff, you know. We want you to do that. Yeah, um, I... Um, I think that's changed now. I don't think it's necessarily a drive for me because it's the part of comedy that I enjoy the most. Right. Is creating new content and putting new topical bits out there. That's yeah. what I enjoy doing the, the most out of comedy, I think. So it's not a drive for me. That's the thing that I want to do. Yeah. And because I'm very lucky to have um, been in a position where I'm less than an hour away from Manchester and Liverpool, mm. I've got a lot of opportunities to just run stuff out on stage yeah. straight away. And like, for example, the Prince Andrew bit that I did tonight, it's been done four times already. Mm. So this is its fourth time. And the thing is, it's got a very short shelf life, yeah. but even if it just means that I can use it for this weekend, that to me is worth it. So when you first started doing bits that you felt were semi-disposable or newer, you know, like to actually craft a good three minute or four minute bits, sometimes it takes it, you know, like a running it out 10 or 15 times. But do you just go, okay, that's good enough now, I'm gonna put it up. Um, sometimes I think you've got to run things out just a couple of times and you instantly get the feel for where the funny is mm. and it's there. Yeah. Sometimes I think it can take months to get a bit right. But I'm at the point now where I will make content specifically for online. Yeah. Like I will make, I, I will write a three or four minute bit specifically to put on the internet because mm -hmm. I feel it's current and it goes nowhere near my 20. Like I had a bit about um, abortion in America. You know when like Louisiana and Alabama was making abortion yeah. illegal and shit? Yeah, yeah. I had a thing about that and it must have been on, like it, it, it must have seen my 20 about half a dozen times, yeah. but it got recorded and then shipped yeah, out yeah. and then that's like it's little retirement. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. So like if I see something that's topical, it, it just makes me want to write about it. Mm. And I'm, I'm more than happy for it not to live in my set, I'm more than happy just to send it straight out. I think some jokes work better that way. Yeah, and do you ever work with other people to get the bits together? You know, like sometimes I'll, I have a phone call with someone like Tom State or Delisa, we'll, we'll just run through stuff and I'll be like, oh, what do you think about this? And you're like, just, you know. Yeah, I work a lot with uh, Dan Nightingale. Um, oh, we're, Dan's great. We yeah. were actually sending each other little, what we do is we send each other little, little voice memos, yeah. like on WhatsApp and then you can listen to it and then you just let it fucking gestate in your head for a while and then you send one back later on and then you let that gestate. Right. So we had a bit of writing today. Um, I find it very helpful to bounce things off other people. I think that's great, mm. but it has to be, as a general rule, it has to be somebody who is different from you stylistically. Yeah. Like, I can't run stuff by people who have the same kind of style as me, yeah. because what happens is that they end up doing things that are similar, and mm -hmm. you've lost your unique age. Do you know what I mean? If you yeah. work on it together, 
the lines blur as to who came up exactly with that line. Yeah. And yeah. like I know, for example, that Dan's never gonna talk about Prince Andrew on stage because it's not his yeah. kind of stuff. Like I'm not gonna talk about the stuff that he talks about because mm. it's it's more unique to him. So yeah. you know, I mean, that works quite well. I've got quite a few people who I'll send. Like Scott Bennett, I send some stuff to as well. Oh, yeah. He's oh. great, and I've got. Um, Dan, uh, Danny McLaughlin is great oh, yeah. for lines and stuff. Very, very funny. Um, so yeah, I mean, it always helps. It yeah. always helps. No, I was just curious because you know, some people have slightly different writing styles and then there's some people like, no, no, I have to do it all myself. And some people are like, oh no, I have to improv it on stage and that's the only way I get new stuff. It's- I think whatever works is what works for you. Yeah. Like what I do is I usually, I've got a big fuck off whiteboard in my house mm. and I will spend maybe 15 minutes in the morning getting everything down onto there yeah. and then I'll just sort of try and spend 15 minute chunks throughout the day going back to it having a look because I found that if I sit down with a notepad and pen and say I'm going to do two hours yeah. writing then in actuality I do 20 minutes writing and an hour and 40 minutes on Facebook or Instagram or ringing somebody yeah. or do you know what I mean so little bursts for me it's is really funny helpful. you say about the whiteboard Tom Stade told me about it. He's like, why don't you have a whiteboard up in your house? And I was like, well, I've got one somewhere, but I don't use it. And then I saw I Scott it. also uses it. And it's like, it's so useful. I have useful. a big one. I, I really like being able to order my ideas around and do like little scatter diagrams and stuff yeah. like that. But I just find it more helpful being like, like I try and throw all the ideas out first mm. and then I'll try and order them mm-hmm. and then I'll try and test them out and then I'll try and, do you know what I mean? Like I've got a process... It's so weird, like I've just found something that works yeah. and so I just don't want to deviate from it. Like Amazing. I only like having I only like saying something for the first time on stage. Right. Because I have this theory that the being on stage forces it out as a joke. Yeah. So I won't actually say I'll, I'll know what I want to say, but I'll just have a few ideas and then I'll just leave it to my brain to push it out as yeah. a joke. Right. And that tends to work well for me. But there's mm. other people who write every fucking word out. Yeah, you know? no, I can't. I've I remember being on tour with a guy and I walked past his hotel room and I could hear him doing his exact set word for word to the mirror. I mean, That's I, nuts. And I spoke to him about it and he, he's one of those guys that stands with a hairbrush in front of the mirror oh, watching gosh. himself. And I was like, I, I, I would fucking lose my mind if I had but to do that. The thing is though, is I always think like the more that you remember, the more you have to forget. Yeah. So if you just forget one word, then it throws you, you, you like that. Yeah, yeah. Whereas really, it doesn't matter if you say and or no, or or something like that. You know, yeah. if you say tree or bush, it's not. I integral. suppose that's also there's a like joke writers or one liner guys where every every word counts. I guess you know, as opposed to stories yeah. or yeah, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, that's yeah. true. All right, well, dude, that was great chatting to you. Um, I look forward to seeing the clip. Thanks ever so much for having me, man. I look forward to putting the clip out. Yeah. Also, what are your... um, What's it? Freddie Quinn Comedy? Yeah, Facebook and YouTube. uh, Forward slash Freddie Quinn Comedy. Awesome. Hey, guys. Thanks so much for listening to the show. Really appreciate you tuning in. It would be great if you could head over to wherever you download your audio and hit that subscribe button. Uh, If you're feeling extra nice, you could leave us a review. Uh, if you want to check out any videos of the acts, uh, these are coming out weekly on our YouTube channel, which is Ruffle Comedy Club. And if you want to book tickets for any future shows, want to find out any more information, then head over to rufflecomedy.com.